in 2 Kings chapter 5, beginning at verse 9. So Naaman came with his horses and with his chariot and stood at the door of the house of Elisha. And Elisha sent a messenger unto him, saying, Go and wash in Jordan seven times, and thy flesh shall come again to thee, and thou shalt be clean. But Naaman was wroth, and went away, and said, Behold, I thought he will surely come out to me, and stand, and call on the name of the Lord his God, and strike his hand over the place, and recover the leper. Are not Albana and Farpar rivers of Damascus better than all the waters of Israel? May I not wash in them and be clean? So he turned and went away in a rage. And his servants came near and spake unto him and said, My father, if the prophet had bid thee to do some great thing, wouldest thou not have done it? How much rather then when he saith to thee, Wash and be clean. Then he went down and dipped himself seven times in Jordan, according to the saying of the man of God, and his flesh came again, like unto the flesh of a little child, and he was clean. That's where we'll stop reading right there. Of course, this is the story of Naaman. And we had a thought or a text. It would be on the River Jordan. And so you pray for a few minutes. And <clears throat> so Naaman was a man. If you go over to the beginning of the chapter, he was captain of the host of the king of Syria. And the Lord calls him a great man and an honorable man. And we read about a little maid that was they took captive out of Israel and how she sent word that she would that Naaman would get to the prophet that's down there that she knew if he could just get to that prophet, he would be made whole. And we never do learn the name of that young lady, do we? The Bible doesn't mention it. And sometimes we get caught up in getting the credit for things. Folks, it's all about the Lord. It don't have a thing in the world to do with us. And if He uses us, we are just feel honored that He does. And, and so, Naaman goes down where I began to read to you, to Elisha's house. And Elisha don't even come out to see him. He just sends word down to Naaman. And said, go and wash, dip yourself seven times in Jordan, and you'll be clean. The word has not changed. You're still going to have to do the very same thing that Naaman did. If you're going to be clean. Well, preacher... I can't, I don't have money to, to buy a plane ticket. I may never, I can't, with all this that's going on, I can't get on a plane and go over where the Jordan River is and get in that water. Right here is where Jordan flows. Right here. 
This is it. You don't have to go down to the, to the physical river, but you can go to the spiritual river and you can kneel right here. And you know what? We've got become afraid of a good old-fashioned Oliver call. We've got to the point we're afraid to be around one another and this virus, they, they talk about it nonstop, 24-7. I'm going to make an altar call. And I'm not going to wait till I get done preaching. I'm going to make it right now. And if you need to come pray, you just come pray. It won't hinder me in the least. You all know that. I've been your pastor long enough. You've seen people come while I was preaching. And if the Lord let me, I just went right ahead. So if you need to pray while the preaching's going on, come on. There's, there's a place where you can be made clean right down here at the River of Jordan. Don't be afraid of it. Don't be scared of what might happen. Don't hold on to things that would keep you from getting in the water and being clean. So let's talk about Jordan for a few minutes. Let, let's take a look at the River Jordan and see what we can find out about it in God's Word. The first time we hear of it is when Abraham and Lot's herdsmen have strife between one another. And Lot looks down at the plain of Jordan and the Scripture says that the plain of Jordan was well watered. Where would that water come from? It came up out of the river. I'm here to tell you today, there is no other country. And I've been blessed to travel a little bit. We went to North Dakota last year, went to Arizona this year. We've been down in the Caribbean, went to Hawaii. But there's no prettier place than the church of the living God when they're drinking from the living water. There's no prettier place you can be than to see the power of God moving in the, in the house of the Lord and to see people be saved. And I'm here to tell you, salvation is waiting for you down at the river. I'm here to tell you, peace beyond all understanding is waiting for you down at the river. Why don't you make your way down to the fountain of living water and you can be made whole. David had a disease that had eaten him alive and we've got one today in this land and country. Yes, preacher, I've heard about the virus. I'm not talking about coronavirus. I'm talking about sin. It's destroying it's killing our power. It's cutting off our spirit down at the house of God. We're not where we need to be. And the only way to get rid of that is to make your way down to Jordan and be washed so you can be clean. All right. Lot saw that the plain of Jordan was well watered. He even said... That that land and country looked like when he looked down through yonder at it, like the garden that was in Eden. It looked so pretty and so beautiful. That's how things look when you look on the River Jordan. When you see that water that flows from the throne of God, when you see it flowing through and wash it over the saints, you can say it's truly. Truly beautiful. Now we go on in God's Word. We read where that Jacob crossed near Jordan and he got down there near Jordan and he wrestled an angel all night long. And he said, I'll not let go of you until you bless me. And he wrestled it until the light of day and the angel let go. And Jacob was blessed down near Jordan. How many times? Have you held on and held on until the angel came by and passed near Jordan and blessed you 
I can count a few times in my life being with the church through valleys and mountains. But one day the angel come by and passed. We read where the angels had preached a few services ago about the angels. How that in the tabernacle that Moses designed and Solomon built. That the angels had their wings spread from one wall to the other wall. And their tips of their wings met in the middle near the Ark of the Covenant. I'm here to tell you today, angels still pass by. And you can still be washed and made clean out of the river. All right. The River Jordan. We read where... When this man Jacob died down in Egypt, Joseph took Jacob's bones, didn't he? It was Jacob's request that he didn't be left down there in Egypt, but he had to cross over Jordan to make it home. Oh, one day we'll cross over for the last time. If you want to make it home, if you want to make it to heaven when this life is over, you'll have to make your way down to Jordan. You'll have to be washed just like old David was. There's no difference between John and David. There's no difference between Marty and David. There's no difference between Mac and David. All needed to be cleansed. And the only way that we could do that was to get in Jordan. Moses led God's children work down toward Jordan, didn't he? Oh, listen. Now, all of them didn't want to go. Some of them wandered around in the desert for 40 years and died there. Are you going to wander around? God, we sing the song, God has been so good to me. As a matter of fact, I believe we sang it last Sunday. God has been so good to me. I'm thankful for a fine family, the little church that I attend and all my Christian friends. God has been so good to me. The song talks about how that we have food on our table and shoes on our feet. God has been so good to me. And here we are wandering around, refusing to follow the Lord. Here we are in the wilderness, entertaining sin. Here we are praising the gods of this world instead of worshiping the true and living God. How long are we going to wander? Don't you think it's about time that we get down to the river and be washed and be clean? It wasn't a river Jordan. But Moses' mom had to trust him to the river. Parents, if you want to see your boys and girls saved, you'll have to trust them to the river. All right, let's go on. Read about a fellow named Joshua. Led the children of Israel down to Jordan. Jordan was flooded up out of its banks. Wasn't a good time to cross Jordan. Flesh would say, you don't need to go now. 
Flesh would say, let's just wait till the water recedes. Flesh would say, let's do it when it makes sense. But God said, cross over Jordan. And, and, and so Joshua had the priest take the Ark of the Covenant. And then he had the, the men with their trumpets. And then he had the re-reward. And as the priest stepped out of the water, the, the, the river dried up. And they crossed over on dry ground. I'm not talking about the waters receding. I'm not talking about the river not being flooded. I'm talking about God working a miracle and helping God's children in the time of trouble. He's not forgotten us, sister. He's not forsaken us. He's never left us. He'll be with us till the end of the world. And if it takes pardon Douglas Lake to work the miracle, God will do that too because He's God. Oh, folks. They stepped out and the ground was dry. I've preached this about when the Lord parted the Red Sea for Moses. I believe, Linwood, that as they crossed the River Jordan and the water on each side, the dust pulled up. It was so dry because God did it. I'm here to tell you today, when God does it, He does it right. He don't leave any doubt that it was Him. Oh, and as they crossed over, Joshua told them then to take stones, 12 stones, one for each, tri- each tribe of the children of Israel, and to set them stones up as a memorial to show that Israel had passed this Amen. way. Right. We talked about a revival before this virus started. When the Lord lays it on my heart and the time is right, we're still going to have one. And if we still have Amen. one, it does not matter what the virus is doing. It does not matter where we're at. If God wants a revival, He will send one and we'll have to follow the same stones right back down to the river and we'll have to say, here I am, God, revive me. If you get back down to the river, you'll have to come the way you know how. Oh, To see our sinners saved, we're going to have to get them down to the river. They'll have to come the same way that we got here. Now, I believe this. I'll never be probably to the River Jordan physically. But the Lord has set up some stones, some milestones in my life. He set up some milestones in your life. Some stones to show where Israel has passed. I know we're living in a day and age where elders are not respected. I know we're living in a day and age where the old time way 
is looked down upon. But we better, young folks, be seeking out the old, the old stones where this, wherein is the old path. And when you find them, walk therein. And you know what their response was in that scripture? They said, we will not walk when we refuse to follow the milestones, when we refuse to follow the stones that God has set in our path and worship the way that God wants us, how He wants us to worship. It's not with tradition. It's with spirit and with truth. And when we do that, we can make our way down to Jordan and be washed and be clean. How long? Thay mentioned the scripture this morning. How long halt you between two opinions? If God be God, worship Him. Is it your God? Aren't you glad that there was some milestones in your life that helped you make it down to Jordan? That helped you make it down. Now listen, folks. I'm going to preach this, and you pray for me while I preach it. We have sinners at Dutch Bottoms. They don't know how to get down to the river. They need help to know how to get there. So it's left up to you and I. Now listen, here we are. I can tell you about the milestones in my life. I remember my grandpa. I remember Pat Cody. I remember different ones in my life that I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt. Pray for this little boy when I was lost and undone. But you know what? They're gone. They're not here anymore. So it's left up to you and I to show sinners the way down to the river so that they can be washed and be clean. Oh, I used to aggravate the boys whenever they'd get a little scratch or a scrape. I'd say, well, rub a little dirt on it. But you know what that does? That gets it more infected. That doesn't help it in the least. If they wanted that to heal up properly, they had to run it under water and clean it so that it would heal up and not have any infection in it. Let's quit playing around in the dirt and in the dust. We're eat up with a flesh and try to please it. It's about time we make our way down to the river. These little sinners need you and I to be milestones. These little sinners. Need you and I to show them the way down to the river. I'm going to preach this. You may not like it. John often, he did this morning, I believe, asked you if you knew a sinner to raise your hand, right? I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand this way. I'm going to ask you to raise your hands this way. If you've not prayed for sinners... You need to raise your hand. If you've not called out their name and begged God to knock on their heart, you need to raise your hand. If you've not begged God to use you to be a light to them, you need to raise your hand. And then you need to take a good hard look at them because the, their blood can be on your hands if you refuse to do God's well, preacher, God wants to say that He wants to use you to help get them down to the river. And if you're like this instead of like this, they may never get there. Wouldn't it be awful? Amen? Wouldn't it be awful 
for a little sinner to die lost and undone. To walk out that door one more Sunday morning lost without the Lord and on their way to hell and burn for an eternity because we refuse to get down to the river and clean our hands. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners. How are you going to clean them? By getting down to Jordan. They're all the way. I've seen people, they want to play around the edges. And as a matter of fact, over in Ezekiel, if I'm not mistaken, it talks about he measured a hundred, a thousand cubits and the water was to the ankles. Then he measured again and the water was to the knees. Then he measured again and the water was to the waist and then the loins. Water deep enough to swim in. Your head, your forehead, and the hair on your head never will be clean when you're waiting around in your ankles. You need to get all the way in. Get clean. So we see our people saved. Amen. Ah, Lord, preacher. Why did you preach out heaven this morning? I am. I'm preaching about a way to get there. In case you don't know, it's not about you. It's not about me. It's about Jesus. And about Him being first in our lives today and every day. All right. The River Jordan. Let's go on. I'm not forgotten naming. I'm coming back to him, so you just relax. John baptized down at the river Jordan. And here came the Pharisees. Now listen, not just everything can get in and get clean. Did you know that? If you have no intentions of being clean, there's no use for you to get in the water. You know what John told the Pharisees? Bring forth fruits, meat for repentance. The way you can get in Jordan and you can be clean, church member. The way you can get in Jordan and you can be clean, cold-hearted Christian, is for you to bring forth fruits, meat for repentance. We live to a day and age where folks are not sorry for anything anymore. They think they should never have to have a heartfelt apology. They think they should never be sorry for anything that they do. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And that includes me and you. And when we sin, we have an advocate. With the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. But he's not going to bless over sin. Ask Joshua and Achan. He said, I'll not be with you anymore until you get rid of the accursed thing. And the only way to get rid of it is to take it down to Jordan and be washed and be clean. Or... You can let that old filth of sin cause your downfall just like Achan did. You can hold on to that filthy stuff until it costs you your family, your home, and everything you got. Why would you do that? Why not make your way down to the Lord? Why not call on the name of the Lord and be clean? I don't know why the Lord sent this this way this morning, but somebody needs it. Right here is where you lay down your troubles. Amen. Right here is where you can wash and be made clean. Don't you be afraid of this. 
Well, preacher, I reverence that area. That's the altar. That's the place where the deacons, the preachers, the Sunday school teachers, the song leaders stand. And there's a place for you right here on the altar in the house yeah. of God. There's a place for me. And I tell you what, if we'd have a lot. Oh, preacher, don't, don't want you misunderstand me. We've got a wonderful church. We've got a great church. But if you want it to be better, if you want to have more spirit, if you want to see sinners saved, the only way that we can do that is to get down to Jordan and wash. The only way that we can have sinners saved on our altar is to show them the way to Jordan so that they can be made clean. That's the way I got it. Little one was on my knees and the church showed me how to get there. And if our sinners are going to be saved, we'll have to do the same. When John saw Jesus coming down through the land, he said, Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. You Bible readers know what I'm about to quote you, don't you? And Jesus wanted to be baptized. And John said, I have need to be baptized of thee. And Jesus said, Nevertheless, suffer it to be so. And so Jesus went down in Jordan. And John baptized him. And whenever he came up, the, the Spirit came down in the form of a dove and sat on His shoulder. They heard a voice from heaven but saw no man saying, This is my beloved Son Amen. in whom I am well pleased. That's the Savior. Now let me quote you this. I believe the Bible says that God says no, that God is no respecter of person. If it pleased God that His only begotten Son went down into Jordan and was baptized, it pleases Him when we go down to Jordan. It pleases Him when we fall out and we break fruits meet for repentance and we say, God, help me to wash and be made clean. So Naaman went down to Elisha's house. <clears throat> Assyrian. Folks, not everything that has the letters C-H-U-R-C-H is a church. And Naaman must have been to one of those. He was expecting a big production. He was expecting a show. He was expecting Elisha to come out, maybe wave his magic wand, or make a bunch of racketing noise, and get a big crowd up behind him or something of that nature, and then touch the place that Naaman had that was leprous, and he would have been made whole. That's what Naaman was looking for. That's not what he got. You may think that you've come here this morning to hear a message that tells you you're all right just like you are. If you have, you've been disappointed. I'm here to tell you today the only way that you can get rid of the sin that's in your life. I'm here to tell you today the only way that your sinners can be saved is to get down to Jordan and get in and be made clean. Naaman went away wrong. 
I thought chivalry would come out and strike his hand over the place, and I'd be made whole. He didn't even come out to see him. Man, you call me, I don't care. If you need to pray, you call me, I'll come be with you. I'll pray with you. But you know whose prayer matters? Until you get humble enough to get down to Jordan, mine will help you a bit. Until you get humble enough, and you need to do whatever it takes, let us lay aside the weight and the sin that does so easily beset us and run with patience the race that is set before us. Until you, your prayer, is the one that matters. I can't pray salvation for you. I can pray that God provides the opportunity. I can pray that God knocks at your heart, that he troubles it, that you can't sleep, that you can't eat until you call on his name and ask him to save your soul. But the only way that he'll come in and be your savior is if you ask personally. If you call on his name and you want it more than anything. Do you want to go to heaven? Do you want to be with your loved ones when this life is over? Do you want to go and see the streets of gold and the gates of pearl and be with Jesus? The only way to get there is to ask Jesus to save you yourself. Jordan. You know what Naaman had to do? He had to go down to Jordan. His servant said, if, you'd, if the man of God had asked you to do some great thing, no doubt you'd have been willing. You know that's what men want today. They want acknowledgement. They want recognition. We never did learn the little maid's name, but if it had not been for her, Naaman had never been made whole. We never do learn the little lad's name that provided the five loaves and two fishes, but had he not given his part, 5,000 people would have been hungry. Had he not done his part, there would have been, not been 12 baskets of leftovers. We never do learn his name. It don't matter who we are. All that matters is that we please God. All right. So Naaman went down to Jordan. Why seven, preacher? Because seven is the number of completeness with the Lord. Seven is the number of full submission. Seven is the number where you say it's God's way and not my way. Naaman went... And I've seen this and I just want... Let me just relay this anecdote. I had David Marshall come here and help in a revival when you all first elected me as your pastor. I was raised in church. David's daddy was our pastor. And I saw David several times throughout the years. The spirit would trouble him. He was lost and undone. He'd go to the altar and just seemed like he couldn't get satisfied. And then a few services later, the spirit would bother him again. He'd come again and try to pray and couldn't get satisfied. I'm here to tell you, if you've been down to Jordan you've made that trip and your heart is still not full of joy come back get in again stay there wash again go down again be determined to stay there until God gives you what you need and then you can be made whole and then you can be clean and then you can go rejoicing you know what they say about us well, Baptists believe you can just make a trip to the altar 
and you do whatever you want to do. I've never met one yet that believed that. I believe once you get there and get the real thing, it'll change your want to. It'll change your desire. It did Paul, didn't it? He said the things I once love and now hate, the things I once hated and now love. I believe once you get the real thing, it'll give you a desire to get back. It'll give you a desire to feel that one more time. It'll give you a desire to feel the joy, the peace, the love. I'm here to tell you today, salvation is real and it makes a difference in many women. All right. Naaman came up, still leprous. So he dipped again. Came up the second time, still leprous. So he dipped again. He came up the third time, still leprous. So he dipped again. He came up the fourth time, already is still leprous. So he dipped again. Don't give up! Don't give in! Stay until God makes you whole! I told you David made multiple trips. But one Sunday night, the little lady that sat in the pew in front of him turned around when the altar call was given. And she said, would you like to pray? And he made his way down. And when he got up that time, something was different. He looked different. He was brand new. He was made whole because he got all the way in to Jordan. He had dipped completely and been made whole. Do you remember when you got there? How good it felt coming up. How everything and everybody looked brand new. Everybody looked so pretty. Everything felt so good. What's wrong with you now? Why can't you make your way right back down and say, Here I am, Lord. Clean me. Make me whole. Help me to be a milestone in some sinner's life so that I can see them saved. We're like James said, a man beholding his natural face in a glass and straightway goeth away and forgetteth what manner of man he is. Let me tell you what kind of man I am, what kind of man you are. It's by his mercies that we are not consumed. If not for the mercy of a living God, Every one of us could be burning in hell right now. I'm here to tell you today, we need to praise the Lord. We need to thank Him for being so good to us. We need to thank Him if, if it wasn't for the mercy of the Lord, it could be you or I with this virus this very instant. If it wasn't for the mercy of God, it could be us laying on a ventilator up in the hospital or in the graveyard. We should praise God because He's given us another day. This is... The day that the Lord hath made, we will be glad and rejoice therein. Why? Because we made it to Jordan. Why? Because we're clean. Because you ask me why I'm happy? Well, I'll just tell you why. Because my sins are gone. They've been washed, folks. Oh, down at Jordan. Can't you just see Naaman? He came up that seventh time. A smile come on his face. He had joy. 
down in his heart. His skin was like the skin of a baby. He was so clean, pure. Folks, I don't care how filthy and nasty you have gotten in this world. I don't care how blackened your soul has been with the sins of this world. You can be made clean. You can be made whole. You don't have to be miserable. You don't have to sit in anger. You don't have to sit in bitterness. You don't have to dwell and toil over the troubles and trials of this life. Get down to Jordan. Let the Lord wash your sins away. And you can be made whole. They used to sing a song. Actually, it's before my time, but I've got them recorded. It was the Lubrum Brothers. It said, the river of Jordan is many miles away. And this rushing river I may never see. But I'll find myself an altar in an old-fashioned church. And my river of Jordan, that will be. And then the chorus says, well, I'm on my way to the river of Jordan. Going to wade right in. I'm not going to play around, Marty. I'm not going to stick a toe in and see if it's warm enough for me. I'm not going to play with the sticks and draw in the dust. I'm going to wade right in in the rushing water. I'm just not a... Now listen, there's a difference in the water, but in a river and a water in a lake or a water in a pond, pond water stays still. Pond water gets stagnified. But the river water moves constantly. It's clean. And I'm here to tell you today, if you get in, it'll make you clean too. Yeah, Folks, we all could use a good cleaning up, couldn't we? There's not a one of us that don't need a good cleaning. Naaman was cleansed and made whole. So much so that he made his way back. You remember what happened the last time he was at Elisha's house, don't you? He went away in a rage. He was wroth. He was angry. But when he seen what could happen... When he followed the words of the man of God, he went back to Elijah's house. And he offered him the things that he had brought just for helping him. Just for showing him the way that he could be made clean. Well, I've seen it of you. I've seen sinners the church has prayed for. And then they'll make it down and get clean be made whole. And then the next thing you know, the water would begin to flow. Good spirit would pass by. They'd begin to talk. They'd say, thank God I'm saved. Oh, they'd pay you back. They'd, they'd send a blessing your way because you had bore a burden for them. I've been there, have you? 
I've been well paid, Linwood, for every time, I, every effort I've made. Uh, I used to sing a song. My dad used to sing a recitation. I don't regret a mile. I've traveled for the Lord. I'm glad that I'm in this good way. I'm glad, Bobby, for every little time that he lets me stand for him. I'm glad for every song I get to sing. I'm glad for every testimony I get to give. I'm glad to be able to just open his Bible and read God's Word. I'm glad to spend time with him and talk to him. I'm glad when I can make it down to the river and be where I need to be with him. Preacher, you just preach what you need to preach. The singers will sing what they need to sing. We'll have a few testimonies, and we'll be all right. And what if God wants to use you? And what if God wants to use you to reach your hand out to some sinner? What if God wants to use you. He nudges you. Have you been there? He nudges you. He says, won't you say, I'm glad I'm saved. Listen, there is nothing wrong with following the Spirit of the Lord. Where we get wrong and where we need to get down to Jordan to be made clean is when we don't follow. I want to encourage you. That Bible right there, says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. I believe if you've been saved, you need to let your family know. I believe if you've been saved, you need to let your church know. I believe if you've been saved, you need to let sinners know because they're lost and undone and on their way to hell and the only way they can make it down to the river is if you show them the way. I had the privilege to stand at a funeral a few months ago in J.R. Gates. Eric was his grandson. And I would say, Brother Gates prayed some prayers for you, Eric. I'd say he probably prayed that the Lord would come by whenever you got old enough that he'd save you. He probably prayed that the Lord would watch over you. Daddy would keep you. He's gone now. Yea, though they rest from their labors, their works do follow them. I'm glad that I get to follow in the, in the footsteps of some saints when we get to that good city. Aren't you? Oh, he prayed that you may not have been these words, but it was his intent that he prayed that you would make it down to the river, that you'd be washed and be made clean. Aren't you glad for the milestones in your life that led you to the river? Now, here we are in 2020. Here we are with fear running rampant in our land and country. We need some good soldiers to be a few milestones to point the way to salvation Revelation 22 verse 1 John the Revelator said this he showed me a river pure flowing from the throne of God 
And the tree was in the midst of it, wasn't it? And its leaves were for the healing of the nation. Who was it? What was that tree? That tree was Jesus. He's on this side and on that. Oh, don't you want to get in, Jordan? Here it is. Supposed to be near 90 today. This week it's supposed to be 95, 97. Nothing feels any better than getting in some good cold water. Christian, nothing feels any better than getting in the river. And getting in that good cold water that'll refresh you, that'll make you clean, that'll wash your sins away. Naming the rest of his life, I believe he was thankful that he made it down to Jordan. How about you? Are you thankful that you made it down and got clean? Are you thankful that somebody showed you the way down there? Are you thankful that somebody took the time to show you how? I've repeated this, and I'll say this, and then I'll hush. When I was pastor at Round Mountain, there was an elderly lady sat over here on the second pew. Preacher had preached. Instead of asking for handshake, he asked for testimonies. She stood up and said, I need to make my acknowledgments. I've not done what I need to do, and I need to ask the church to forgive me. And then the testimonies began to roll. They began to roll. And the spirit got higher and higher and higher. Just a few minutes later, this lady's daughter on the opposite side of the church stood up. And she said, I need to ask the Lord to forgive me and ask this church to forgive me too. She said, I've not done what I needed to do. And the service kept going. The spirit kept getting higher and higher. And the pastor was standing over there against the wall, leaned up, wondering, what on earth, Lord, are you going to have me to do? I couldn't talk. I couldn't sing a song. I couldn't interject anything. And then the Lord said, do you see that little boy sitting right over there? Go and ask him if he wants to be saved. That's all he wanted me to do, Leah. He didn't want me to preach. He didn't want me to save. He wanted me to do my part to help that little boy get in the river. So I just went and sat down beside him. And I put my arm up around him. I said, son, would you like to be saved? He ran over me. He stepped all over my feet and ran to the altar. And the Lord saved his soul. Amen. He wanted so desperately to get in the river. He just needed somebody to show him how. We've got folks at Dutch Bottom desperate to get in the river. They just need you to show them how. So what are you going to do, Dutch Bottoms? Are you going to sit, play around in the dust? It's too hot outside, preacher. I'll sit in there. You don't have to be outside to play in the dust. Right here it is. We're just a handful of it. And we constantly seek something to satisfy this old dust. Ain't it about time that we made our way down to the river to please the Lord? You need to come get in, Jordan. You need to be made clean. 
You need to wash it. You want to pray? Now's a good time. You want to come on down? Ask the Lord to clean you up and make you whole. Now's a good time. Do you want to come? Just come on. Well, preacher, we don't have a song. You don't need one. You've had milestones in your life that showed you how to get here. You know exactly what to do. Would somebody like to pray? I hope this message rings in your ears. I don't wish anybody ill. I don't wish anybody harm or anything like that. But I would that we would get where we need to be to see our sinners saved. I have mentioned four repeatedly. You know who I'm talking about. Do you love them? I asked you a question. Do you love the little sinners at Dutch Bottoms? Are you going to do what it takes to get them down to Jordan? Are you going to do what it takes to see them saved? Because these four in particular I know of have been here for over a year. Still lost. Still wandering. Still waiting on us to get down to Jordan. Don't forget this message. Don't walk away and go on about your business and forget what was preached here this morning. The Lord sent this. He sent it for a reason. We need to be on fire. We need to be able to offer sinners something when they walk through the door other than a smile and a song. We need to be able to offer salvation. Well, preacher, you preach about it. You ever gone to buy a car? They won't leave you alone, will they? They'll offer you this special deal and this special package, this warranty, this extended service. They will not quit until you signed your name and bought a car. We let sinners go and come as if we don't care at all. We need to be constantly pointing the way to salvation. Salvation is far more important than buying a car, isn't it? Then why aren't we offering it way, way more? Well, that's not my job, but what is your job? We don't need seat fillers. We need worshipers. We need folks on fire. We need people that want to point the way to salvation. We need people that want to tell how good God has been and how good he'll be to them if they'll worship him. Make your way down to Jordan, and then you can point the way to somebody else to go.